Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Jump Street Podcast. Billy's cheering over there. For the Channel 11s, I just realized we should put the sound effects in for us when we come on. Because we don't have a guest. You know, the sound effects we have when the guest comes on. We should at least have it for us. I don't know. Is that pretentious? I don't know. But what the up? Cheering? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We have a, a fun episode to talk about the MetroCard Classic that just happened in New York City. How's it going with you, Billy? Pretty good. It was a super busy time with the MetroCard Classic. We had a lot going on leading up to the event. And then we had a few things going on after the event. It was a heck of a time. After the event? You mean before the event? No, after the event. Oh, like free, like other stuff. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I did like uh, Mesmer stuff with yeah, the yeah. gang. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was busy. I just saw yeah, the event have... too. I worked and stuff and I went home and... <laughs> you I, I had a lot, a lot of stuff going on after the event too. I, I had work. I, uh, I went to sleep that night. I had dinner. <laughs> yeah. You had a much nah. more eventful uh, week after the event, though. Yeah, like um, it's weird because when you're doing like the things with like the whole team and you have like the whole team and you do that whole thing and you're going to spots and you're driving everyone around and you're picking the spots and you're managing everything. I realized that you, you don't get like a minute to yourself. There's not like a who the f <laughs> That's like how, how tours were and everything back in the day. It's like when you're on tour for like a week or two, you have zero privacy, zero time for yourself. For Actually, those... this might be important. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I'll, I'll keep it going in the meantime. Hello? <laughs> mute yourself, Billy. Oh, he can't hear me to mute himself. Yes. Can I mute him? Maybe I can mute him for everybody so they don't hear his, his personal conversations. Okay, I muted Billy. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with that. But everybody, thank you for joining us. Maybe I'll do his spiel. I'll give the spiel a shot. Um, if you don't already and you like more skate content like this, more podcasts, more videos like this, uh, give us a, a subscribe on YouTube. Like the video, drop us a comment, let you know what you think about it uh, or what you want to see in the future. Uh, also, we're on Instagram too. We post clips all the time, stuff like that. Give us a follow on Instagram at Jump Street Podcast, Facebook also. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear or Spotify. Spotify, I think you can rate, but you can't like leave like a comment or whatever, but like us on everything that you're listening to this on. We appreciate you. Uh, we also have a Patreon if you want to support us in other ways. Uh, we have exclusive content on our Patreon starting at $3 a month. And you're also entered for a monthly giveaway, which we do at the beginning of every month to just show a little appreciation for everybody who's supporting us. So real quickly, I want to give a shout out to our new Patreon members this week. We have Peter Toth, Amy Garner, and Corey Valentine or Valentine, Valentine. Uh, and we're going to do the giveaway for the winner for this monthly supporter giveaway. Now, since this is just me, let me do everything here. Uh, here we go. We got the wheel here with everybody's name who supports us on Patreon. All 279 of you. So we'll give it a spinneroonie. See who the winner is to win something from our online store. And we have the winner is Kenji E. As seen previously on our podcast a few episodes back, if you haven't already, check out the Kenji episode. Awesome insight. Really interesting dude. But thank you for supporting us, Kenji. And I'll reach out to you to win whatever you want from our online store. Check it out here. We have lots of shirts, cool merch, uh, mugs, everything like that. And I think Billy is back now. Billy, I'm going to unmute you here. Yeah. And yeah, I just did the... I did your spiel. I'm sorry. Just to keep it going. Thank you. No, I appreciate and, <laughs> it. And I did the monthly supporter giveaway. Um, but 
what, 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 what's happening is like the the skates that like I'm trying to receive the team skate. They've landed here in Ooh, Long Beach, exciting. and I'm basically trying to do. Um, I'm trying to receive them right now, but I'm working with like a new company. I was working with another shipping company before, but I'm working with another company that needs to know literally every single detail of my life and what I did last year and what I did five minutes ago in order for them to deliver me these skates. What the so hell? it's 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 just a, such a pain uh, process. But yeah, that that was them. So sorry about all, that. All good though. It's, uh, we got the skates. The skates are good. As long as the skates are all right. They're here, but I'm just trying to get them to figure out how to deliver it. Uh, but they need my mom's like maiden name, and they need like what before the they can deliver something, they need every piece of information of, of my life. So it's wow. pretty funny. Okay, well at least the skates are here. Everybody who yeah, ordered, ordered the Mesmer Team skates, you're getting them. Yeah, they're coming out soon. They're coming soon. You're getting live. Thank updates, you for your patience. Literally live updates on the podcast as we do this. Yeah. Um, you missed it. The the monthly supporter winner was Kenji Yi. So oh, shout, nice. out to, Kenji. shout out to Kenji for doing that. Um, That's what's up. And you came just in time, Billy, for the highlight of the episode, for the WTF, which... Oh, perfect. Yes, comes to us from Iran, from Sia, Siavish Sarabi. And he actually asked in the comments to see what people were calling this. Not only did he full cab into this, but do you know, you ever see anybody do that? Uh, like a Unity wheelbarrow, but the front wheel is on the heel. Have you ever seen that done before, Billy? No, I've never seen that. And I feel like this is like a is that the shipping company again. <laughs> I could take it if you if you're. No, I I literally am not answering anything anymore. <laughs> okay, but this is ridiculous. Shout out to Siavish from Iran. This is a crazy one. Uh, his Instagram feed is full of shit like this, so definitely give him a follow if you're interested in more content like this. Uh, if you have a name for that, let us know in the comments below also because I've never seen that trick done before. And I'm nursing a hurt ankle right now. And just looking at his ankle bending like that makes me cringe. <laughs> but awesome trick. Never seen that before. Hell yeah. I mean, it's just cool to see like, uh, that's like, there's a few skaters out of Iran. And, and it's cool to yeah. see like new skaters out of Iran. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just put it on I'm mute. I'm sorry. I was going to answer so it. Go, go for it. Hello. All right. Well. Hopefully that doesn't happen too much this episode. Thank you for bearing with us. This is real life. This is Jump Street Podcast. Oh, let me mute him again. Sorry. Boop. I muted him. But we are going to talk about the MetroCard Classic, which happened a couple of weeks ago here in New York City. If you were living on the rock, you don't know what's going on. MetroCard Classic was a four-day event in New York City consisting of the New York City Invitational, the BPSO. Uh, there was a... Banks street session because the Brooklyn Banks, the famous Brooklyn Banks just opened recently. So then we had a session on that. And there was an art gallery uh, event the night before on Thursday where everyone just kind of mingled and hung out. And it's kind of like an intro to the weekend. Everything good, Billy? Yes, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I obviously don't know how to manage my life in these situations. Sorry. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's all good. But, <clears throat> yeah, no, um, the event, a four day yeah. event. Four day oh, event. I was event. just doing a little intro of a synopsis of the weekend, just for people who didn't know, didn't get the details, didn't see all the edits and the, the photos and the Instagram posts and everything like that. Um, we just want to kind of go over what, what what happened, what the vibe was, our experiences through it, and we are curious what all you guys think of it as well. Um, I just went through the four days that events that happened. Uh, the first day was kind of like an opener 
you would say, right? Kind of just like a like a soft open to the Metro Car Classic weekend. Would you say that? Yeah, I, I, th I think so. The, fir the first day and the second day were kind of meant to be like people who were coming into town. It was kind of like, oh, like if you come into town, you're new to New York, you don't know what to do. There's something happening. There's the photo gallery thing. And uh, yeah, that was pretty cool, actually. So um, Ray, who was like a huge, I couldn't do this event. First of all, Without Ray Mendez, without Hakeem Jamo, I wouldn't be able to do this event. They're huge helps in different ways, but their own way. But Ray specifically was like a huge help in like spearheading and like getting like the ball rolling on a lot of these other side events, like and the main event as well, like with like getting the uh, relationship with the parks uh, going well and like the permits and everything like that. But yeah, so like the first night was was kind of like Ray's brainchild. You know, he rented a space in Williamsburg and he reached out to a lot of different photographers from the past. And we're going to try to keep building this and keep growing this every year. This was the first of many, but it was just like photos from the history of New York City. Um, Jeremy Stevenson. It had like old New York heart, we skate hardcore photos. Like if you remember like the old Williamsburg crew that Richie Velasquez used to be a part of and just like uh, Ryan Schutte and all these other photographers, but it was basically like New York city photos from the past and people who were involved in that. Angela Ferrer had some photos. Ryan Schutte um, too, submitted a bunch. I saw. Yeah. Ryan Schutte. Yeah. So <clears throat> Yeah, that was cool. It was just kind of like a hangout where like people who were like in town or people who live in town or people who were just got in, they like had a place to go to like chit chat and mingle because of like a lot of these skate events, it's like about mingling, but like skating is the medium that brings us together. But this is like kind of just a celebration of like, it, it's cool to have the skating events without having to skate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just like having the event around skating, but like just like regular hangout, you know? Yeah, also a lot of people, I know people are hyped to be there and skate and everything like that too. But if you get in, like say Thursday, people who travel all over the world, there's a lot of people here from, you know, Japan, all over Europe, South America, stuff like that too. So like after a long travel, it's nice to just get off a plane, just be able to chill and kick it. You know, you don't want to just like yeah. get, off, get off a 10 hour flight and go straight into skating a contest or something like that. So it's cool that a lot of these events are formatted this way. Uh, Blading Cup is something similar and uh, Winter Clash as well, where it's more than just the one skate event that you come to see. There's other yeah. side events. There's a build up to the actual main event. And I really like that this weekend became that because New York, I don't think has ever had anything like that. Even with IMYTAs and stuff, it was always pretty much just the one contest day and that's it. Yeah. Like, you travel all the way for this one day and then you go home and that's it. But this is more of a reason for people to come visit. Yeah. So like when we were curating the event we were trying to uh we, we were definitely inspired by what john julio is able to do around the blading cup <clears throat> he just makes it like this like kind of cultural event that you can come you can watch the skating but you could also participate in skating and the community without having to skate you know what i mean it's just like other side events like surrounding but um yeah so i think like the idea behind it was so, okay, so the BPSO was going on for a long time, and I was trying to find a way to bring back the New York City Street Invitational, which I did from 2011 to 2013. <clears throat> and it was hard trying to figure out how to make both things exist. But like, um, I was like, oh, we should try to figure this out. And I was like, oh, it would be cool if we made, kept the invite, the invite, 
and then did this this day and then like the more days we had we we're just like oh we should just like add more days to the event we should have a session at the banks we should do this so everything was kind of like an experiment and just like a, an idea but and everything that we did this year was kind of like a test even like the, in terms of how we we like had winners of the event per obstacle and like even that it was just all like an experiment but um yeah i don't know i feel like i'm just kind of babbling on about it right now but the um yeah the the, the photo aspect was cool like i just like it's cool to like I, I think that's one of the reasons why we do this podcast too is just kind of like to you know let people know that there's a history behind it to show people the history let them experience it so that was kind of like the aspect there and the banks we just wanted to have a big session at the banks because the banks was closed for like 12 years. And since they opened it up, they've had like huge skateboard sessions. They were like viral on mm -hmm. Instagram and TikTok. You would see like these like several hundred people at a session. And every like blade clip you saw at the banks had like three or four people. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, we need like we need our moment at the bank. So like that was kind of to inspire that. That was that was kind of what Friday was about, too. Yeah, so Friday was the Brooklyn Bank session. I think that was cool too because a lot of people who are visiting New York possibly for the first time, they might not have made it a point to go to the Brooklyn Banks. So it was kind of like a cool way to make sure that people got to experience that, even though it's not like the main part of the Brooklyn Banks, but it's still like the famous ninth there, um, yeah. the, the, where the Rawlinson and Calvin Sales battle took place <clears> in <throat> Hoax 2. Uh, still a famous spot altogether, but it was yeah. cool having everyone just hanging out there. Like you said, I've been there before in the past couple months with just skaters and it's always just packed with skateboarders. Like it's pretty much a skate park at that point with just skateboarders. Right. And it was always yeah. like, like you said, a handful of us um, rollerblading and skating there. So it was cool having us kind of take over the spot for once. Yeah. I, I did see a couple skateboarders skate by on the sidewalk while we were sessioning. They're like, oh, they've got something going on. Let's keep it moving. So it's kind of cool that we had that little bit of time for ourselves at the banks. And yeah. people were hyped. People were so excited to be there. It was cool running into people at the banks because that was a lot. That was my first time uh, being involved in the weekend because I wasn't able to make it on Thursday. So Friday, catching up with everybody, everyone who's visiting from out of the country at the banks, people went off. It was cast for tricks, right? Yeah. The format. So like, yeah. I guess if anyone did like a sick trick, hand them a few bucks and yeah, you got a little cloud. It was more of a chill session, not a contest at all in any way. People were going off though. Um, did yeah. you have any favorite standout skaters from the bank session? Yeah, I mean, so th that thing that 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 again was like another experiment because like you know like I said we wanted to like have like a big uh, turnout at the at the banks for blading you know just like a bunch of bladers at the banks so just like so <clears throat> those clips can like look cool like it just looks like just like have that presence it's it that stuff is super important just to have like a healthy presence like of like the scene on social media or whatever, um, but yeah so we were just like trying to do that but. Yeah, people ended up going on like we just wanted like a hangout session and we had cash for tricks just just because like we, but we didn't want like an event because we have like two days of events. We have Saturday event, we have the Sunday event, so we don't want people like getting hurt or like getting like burnt out. So we were just thinking of it like a session, but yeah, people did end up going off. Uh Oigan absolutely killed it. There was like a butter TV edit where he did like, yeah. you know, like 20 tricks. He just like murdered it, so many different creative tricks. Uh, Jimmy Sizz was that was my first time seeing him skate in person mm -hmm. and he was doing so many <laughs> crazy things he did like 270 topside negative soyal like fakie yeah. 270 he did like fakie 270 backslide to pivot like Ali negative porn star and yeah. like all these like different tricks um there was like all different ranges there was like a young 
girl who was very she's like very new to skating maybe like a year or two and she was like trying to soul grind and got like a a soul grinder like a macchio off like you know what i mean and you could tell she was like very new to it you saw like chris edwards there like he front-sided around it was like the you know he was like the first person to front-side around and like however many years later like 30 something years later he comes to the banks front sides that super iconic spot um yeah there's like there were so many people just just killing it it, it, it was it was a crazy session what did you think yeah no it was awesome it was cool it was kind of like a little show for us, I guess, for everyone yeah. not skating, because it was just crowds of people watching a handful. Like you said, like how everyone's like never going to really see Oigen skate the banks or like Michael Vitzman skate the banks. Um, like you said, that Butter TV edit of Oigen, ridiculous. If you haven't seen it on Butter TV's Instagram page, check it out. He did a bunch of uh, like tricks that don't have names. Same thing with uh, uh, Jimmy Sizz. Uh, Sasha Sims also destroyed it. He had one of my favorite tricks Killed of the it. weekend. He did like the Royale, the underbar. And then 540'd out when he, the rest of the stairs. I thought that was one of my favorite tricks of the day. Um, yeah, I was, that was good. curious about Chris Edwards when he did the front side on it. He was so hyped on it, which is sick. It's a it's pretty big rail, even though it's short. It's a pretty tall rail. Yeah, it's um, tall. I'm curious. I don't know for sure, but if that's his, the, like, I don't know the last time he hit a street down rail. That could have been like his first time in years, for all I know. <clears throat> yeah, that's actually a good point. That could have been. I mean, I, I saw him definitely hitting rails at the, skate park in miami yeah the, the frankie park yeah um so he's definitely like had the feeling of going but you're right that's a good point yeah. that might be his first I to, street i meant to ask along. him and i completely forgot but he landed he was so hyped like it was the first time he ever did a rail which was pretty cool to wow. see because he was the first person to do a front side on a rail so that was pretty cool um zach savage yeah. also killed it he did uh 540 zach, grind that's right and yeah. they were all throwing like back to back like 450 royales him and oigan and it was just ridiculous watching everybody skate this spot um, I also got to give a shout out to my buddy, Brendan Brown, who did the top mistrial on the oh, wavy ledge. Oh my God. Which was yeah. so sick. Not, I mean, did he land it? He was he, close. He had like a foot to the end, to the very end. But okay. still, he did okay. He did hit the flat, um, which in general, most yeah. people hit that ledge. They don't really go off the end. It's really hard to hit that ledge. It's yeah. it's a curb, but it's the way no, it waves. No, totally. It, it, it's, it's so sick. Richie Corley. And too, top mistrial is such a hard trick. Yeah. There was a lot of creative skating going on there. It was, it was a really cool intro to skating for the weekend. I think it was, it did exactly the job that you probably intended. It got people really hyped for the weekend. People yeah. had a lot of fun. You got to either watch people skate or skate this legendary spot for the first time. It set the mood. It set the tone for the weekend. It's the Brooklyn Banks. It's New York City. If you're here visiting for the first time, you had a nice welcome. How you doing to New York? And nice. I, think, I think it was a worth nice it. welcome. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think so. I think so. I think um, yeah, like I'm I'm super happy with how everything turned out. Like first things first, like an, an event is a success if like no one gets hurt, you know, and no one got seriously hurt any of the days. It got intense at times. There were some, you know, definitely some close calls and some some intense moments, but no one got hurt. Everyone seemed to have fun. Um, the Banks was such a sick way to kick it off after the photo gallery. The photo gallery thing was very chill. Like it was, it was more of a hangout, but this was like the first skate intro and people, I don't know, like New York city in the summer. It's like, if, if you were there, then, you know, but if, if, if you haven't been there, it's something you should definitely experience. It's, it's like just super, like a ton of energy in, in the streets and in, in the city during the summer. And you can totally feel that everyone who was there was super hyped 
And um, yeah, I think it was definitely a, a good way to kick off the weekend. For sure. I definitely agree with that. Uh, moving on to Saturday, we had the BPSO, which I personally, I like that it was in a different spot than the previous years, which was cool to see, even though it was a spot that really didn't really have, I guess, too much to skate, but obstacles were made right. that were really cool that I was so jealous of the PVC, the bank to PVC ledge. Yeah. I wish my ankle was good because I would have skated the shit out of that. That looked so fun. But when I pulled up to, I, I showed up like a couple of hours into it. I didn't show up like right away, but it was full of people. I was with uh, my girlfriend. We showed up and we walked in and I was like, holy shit, I did not expect this many people to be here because the banks, not everybody was in town yet, you know, but yeah. at the BPSO, I seen that place crowded before and it was like a basketball court. It looked like it was like an N1 event going off or something like that. Like it was yeah. packed. The entire basketball court was surrounded by people. And then in the skate park next with the actual skate park was also entirely surrounded by crowds of skaters and people skating the entire time too, which was so sick to see. And I instantly thought to myself like, damn, this might be the biggest event New York has ever had. Yeah, like you, you never know what the turnout of your event is going to be, like especially the first one or like what it's how it's going to look. But um, and like I said, like Ray Mendez and, and Hakeem and I put like a lot of work into it and you kind of just put the work into it and you see where it's going to go. Um, the Banks was a good indicator of how the event was, was going to be. But then like, yeah, when, when we showed up Saturday with so many people came out. Um, I got to say was a huge thank you to all like the sponsors that sponsored this this event and like sent this sent the riders out like John Julio was like a huge 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 help to the event because he sent like not only did he sponsor the event but he sent his whole team out to come to the event Rosies sponsored the event they sent a lot of people on their team out to the event those are the things that keep you know that keep this alive you know what i mean and next year i expect every company to sponsor the event and send your entire team because these things are super important. But um, yeah, those people standing behind the event made it more real. And then like on that Saturday, it was, I was a little surprised too. It was a huge turnout. Uh, we had a roller skating event that, that went really well. I want to like work on that more too, because it's so good to have like the roller skaters uh, with us. I just think it like makes the event so much more vibey. Like there's more one. It's, it's cool to have like more girls be a part of like the event to just like have their energy with our event. But just like how excited they get, like there, it, it was, I don't know. I thought, I thought, uh, and again, like no one got hurt. So when like no one gets hurt, no one has to like call an ambulance, go to the hospital, anything like that. It's huge. But yeah, it, it turned out well. Yeah, I have a question about people getting hurt along those lines for the, for Sunday's event, but uh, I'll try to hold it off for that. But with Saturday, yeah, that was probably, in my opinion, one of the better BPSO events that ever happened. Um, I'm happy it went down the way it did. People had an awesome time. Uh, every time I looked at somebody's face, like when I said what up to anybody who was visiting from out of New York City. Everyone has such a big smile on the face. They were so happy to be there. It was awesome to see that. And I'm sure as somebody who stressed out for months trying to organize this between you, Ray, and Hakeem, it was probably such a relief to see it all come together, see how many people actually came to support because that's what it's about. It's the same thing with like starting Mesmer. I'm sure you're like, is this going to work? If people are going to buy this case, people are going to rock this case, but people are there. Like when you start the podcast, like, Thank you so much for listening. All you guys who are listening right now, like it's awesome to see that people actually support what you do. So I think it was a huge 
you know, success, uh, just to see everybody there. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. And, and, and yeah, I, I think so too. Like, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was hard to, uh, cause we, we originally meant to have like the space that we had for Sunday for two days and we ended up losing the Saturday, like maybe a couple months before the event because someone had booked it like months before us, but they had never followed up. So they weren't sure if we could have the space or not. And then they hadn't heard back from the people who had previously booked it. So they're like, okay, you're good for both days. And I was like, okay, great. So we started planning the event around it. And then I guess the people who originally booked it, booked it, reached back out to parks like a month after they cleared us and they were like, oh, we need the space still. So they took away the space from us for Saturday. So we were scrambling and trying to figure out what to do. And we're like, oh, this is, Sarge's is really close, but then we'd have to like build things and, and make it work. So it was kind of like a month and a half before the event, we like had to find that new location. We had to like go there and figure out what we could build to make it different, how to make it work. But, um, and again, I got to say a huge shout out to Tim Franken because he was, yeah, he was like really helping me with the construction aspect. Like he built the whole thing. I couldn't have done it without him. And uh, yeah, it turned out. Yeah, I just I think it turned out really well. So and huge shout out to everyone who participated. The winner, Chino. Chino always holds it down for the New York events. And uh... <laughs> uh, I, I love the aspect of putting new obstacles at skate parks. When obviously, unless you have an actual skate park. Like you have to change some shit up because every, every place does that. But to skate a spot that's the same but different every year, a little bit changes here or there. I think that's really cool. And it's it's kind of like what we do with street skating, too. If you like if you're at a spot, you find like a street sign, you might bump it up to like a rail or a ledge or something like that. It's kind of like along those lines for me. And that's what we did growing up. And I think it was really cool how everything was set up. And I love seeing that in, in every aspect, just something different at a skate park, not typically this is what's built for you and that's it. Like you can switch it up a little bit, which is really cool. And people definitely enjoy that. And like I said, I was super jealous of everyone skating. I wish I could have skated that so bad that that bank to PBC, um, that was, that was really, really sick. Was there a, a highlight for you? From it should still be there. It should still be there. I think. I feel like if one BMXer tried to hit it, it's just total. You think so? I feel like a BMXer would, that's like a perfect BMX setup, you know, like bank to a, a waist high straight ledge. But they would yeah, probably be smarter to know that PBC isn't going to hold them. But I don't know, man. It, it was built pretty well. Like I was actually surprised. I was wondering how it would hold up with the roller skate girls because they're using metal trucks. That's true. And but it, it was holding up pretty well. And also, like a lot of a lot of BMXers now are using like uh, plastic, plastic pegs. Yeah. So it, it, it could go. It, it might still be there. If anyone is, anyone in the chat, if you're in New York, uh, is that still up? Let us know, please. I'm curious. My ankle's getting a little better. Maybe I would try to hit that if it's still there. Yeah. Anyone in the chat, let us know or watching leave us a comment um but did you have any highlights from any particular highlight from saturday yeah well it, w it was tough for me because i was like trying to i was running the event with uh with with ray and hakeem but i was also like doing a booth um mm. for, oh, yeah. for mesmer stuff so i was like kind of pretty busy so i didn't get to see as much skating as i would have liked but i saw some stuff in the edits after uh, Julian did like soul to Ali top soul dark side on the coping to back to top soul yeah. on the, uh, so that, that, that was really cool. I got to actually watch the roller skating, uh, finals. I like ran down there and saw like Ivy and Ali skating. Um, I saw some of the, yeah, I actually got to catch some of the finals for the blade event as well. That went off. That was so mm -hmm. sick. Um, 
Yeah, Chino hitting like the rail on the side was super cool. Like yeah, a little like, bit different. Yeah, the, yeah, the metal rail on the side. Uh, it's pretty much a fence. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was that, for me. Those are the highlights. That was good. What about you? Yeah, I think my general highlight. Everyone skated really good. I think every single person in the finals killed it. But just the the for my me the highlight. The thing that stands out when I think about Saturday is just straight up walking into the skate park or the, the park in general and seeing how many people turned out. I think that alone just shows a lot that the sport is growing. We're still doing great. We can still have events and people show up. I think that's like the most important thing. And that's what stood out in my mind. Uh, it was legit one of the biggest events of the year by far. So it was, it was really cool to see that. Uh, no, that- like, the, it, like, like I said, like it's, it's something that we, yeah, we wanted to bring that like old feeling back from like the events from New York City in the past, 2011, 2012, 2013. Like, I think those those were super important. And, you know, New York is like my home city. And even though I live in California now, like New York is always, I always need to have that connection. You know, New York's like more of a per- place than, than you live. It's more of a thing that's in your, your DNA and like who you are, kind of a location. So like, I always want to have, be able to bring an event to New York that's, with Ray, with Hakeem that like people are going to appreciate because you need, if there's not like a big event in New York, then blading is dead. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like blading is, has to exist in New York for it to be healthy. Um, it's just like, historically it's been such a big part of our history and just like blading needs to be healthy there. Um, yeah. so yeah, like that was, that was always the part of it. And just seeing, just also seeing people who aren't from New York come to New York, like, be overwhelmed sometimes like wow this is so much like ah this is a big event it gets it's cool it makes it it makes it exciting it makes me want to push for just to continue to make it bigger for like the next years coming yeah for sure definitely it's got to be super motivational the way that that weekend went down i got total like imyta vibes when i pulled up to the park i just remember going to imyta's and how big they used to be back in the day and those yeah. are the vibes I got. Even though we've had events that have been equally as big, probably Winter Clash is huge, but it's like at a skate park. So it has a different environment, different vibe. But going like outside in like the streets of New York, seeing that many people around, that many skaters, must have made a lot of noise for people who were just walking by, like wondering what the hell was going on. Because that's a busy park in general. So it was really cool yeah. to see all that happening. No, it's, it's funny. I have like, a, I have a buddy who, it's actually like my, my wife, Corey, her friends. Uh, ex-boyfriend who's like a skateboarder he ended up like coming to the event like uh, I saw him at the event skateboarder I was like what are you doing here man and he was like oh actually we we just came here to on Sunday there he was like me and my buddy just came here to to skate (laughs) he's like but but this is going on so we're gonna leave now but he's like uh, and his friend was looking at everything like skateboarder guy and he was like I haven't seen this many rollerbladers since 1999. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, word. That's true. This is uh... – so I was like, it's my fault. Everyone's here. Sorry about that. But If you, um, if you roll a skateboard with five people, a skateboard will be like, damn, I didn't know that this many people still rollerbladed. You, know, <laughs> you can roll with two people or 500 people. They're going to say the same thing. But even thing. that, that's like that's, – that's like, imagine you haven't seen uh, more than like five or ten rollerbladers in years and you see like – hundreds of rollerbladers at like this scene and you know yeah it was special it was cool um so i guess let's get into sunday a bit so sunday we were like trying to figure out things to make we wanted to use like the invitational 
kind of ethos where we just kind of bring things. Like fortunately, there were some things already there at the skate park, which we were happy to use and work with. But um, I ordered a couple of cars from uh, from like a junkyard. And one of them classically, like the first Invitational, if you remember, it was a Cadillac, got another Cadillac, <laughs> um, got a Grand Prix. And um, yeah, it just, it just like, I feel like those things add to the event so much because the guy who like gave me the cars, he was like, oh yeah, you could destroy them if you want, break them, do write graffiti, <laughs> like light them on fire. I was like, awesome. Like we could do anything with these. Obviously we couldn't light them on fire because we- You're under a bridge have, too. And yeah, we're under a bridge. We have a relationship <laughs> with the parks department and they didn't we approve any of that. And that's obviously there's like all kind of hazard with that. Yeah. So we, did, so we didn't light it on fire, but like we had like this huge event and it went like off. And then at the end of it, everyone just started like smashing up the windshield and smashing up like, I was like, oh, this is like such a perfect, perfect ending. And it was funny, yeah. like the guy, when he came to pick up the, cause I texted him like in the finals, like, hey, like come by whenever, like it's gonna be good for pickup and whenever you're free. And then so like just after the event ended, he showed up with the tow truck. Yeah, that was quick. And he was, he was it on was it. Quick. He People were quick, still like, yeah. everyone was around, the winners weren't even announced yet and the cars yeah. were gone. I was like, holy shit, this guy got yeah. to go home. <laughs> he got a quick, well, it was Sunday, you know? Yeah. And uh, he, he didn't want to work later than he had to. So people were like jumping up and down, smashing it. They were like, uh, and then he just came up right next to me. He's like, yeah, so uh, the event go good. I was like, yeah, it went good. <laughs> and then someone like lit a firecracker and threw it yeah. in the car. And then he was like, oh, firecrackers. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sorry, man. You know how it is. He's like, no, this is good. He was like, everyone's going to bug out when I get in the car and drive away. He got in the car, he started driving away and there were like five people on the car. And he oh, was, that was the were, guy like, driving it. Yeah. Oh. And they were like, they were kicking, they were kicking like the windshield in and he was like, Hey buddy, you scratched my car. Like he was like trying to be funny about it, but it, it was cool. Like we definitely have to use cars for every event moving forward now. Cause just cause the relationship with this guy, but also like, it's fun to break up a car at the end of an event, you know? Yeah. Did I wanted to talk to you about this too, like possible like ideas for the next one. But I feel like there should be like a car and then like a little school bus or something like like two different types of vehicles that you could like have different sized obstacles on maybe because yeah. it just like shows like a different level of everything. Um, they, also, did you pre smash the windows to those cars or were they just already smashed up? Um, we smashed up the windows um, when we got the cars because we don't want people to Safety. go through them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's um, what I thought. <coughs> But um, John, thank you. <coughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but John, we didn't, the back window for the Cadillac, we didn't break open because like we broke open the windshields and we rolled down the windows of it. So, so like people wow. didn't get hurt. But like there was a little glass window in the back of the Cadillac that we didn't break because we didn't think anyone was going to skate it or do anything. John kept on trying to like set slide into the window to stop. <laughs> and he basically like, set slide in and he like, put his foot through the window. Did he and, not get all uh, cut up? Cause I, I was like, this no, guy's he done. Didn't. Wow. That's no, crazy. there was like, there's like a photo too of like the glass exploding and like him, like on the car with like his hands and knees. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's, when I watched it, I was like, oh, I hope he, did, he didn't cut himself, but he didn't cut himself. He was okay. Right. As soon oh, as he I, did I that. I see in the chat, by the way, I'm sorry. I see older blader in the chat. Mm -hmm. Huge shout out to older blading that if you haven't seen anything of this event, go check out that edit. That is the most, 
professionally done edit of this event so far. It really highlights the event, the energy of the event. Check out the older blading edit. Uh, Got to make you a part of the film staff officially next year because that was incredible. So I just wanted to say that too. Sorry. He, uh, he Older Blading's edit is in the link already of this YouTube video to check out. So afterwards, if you haven't checked that already, you could go give it a peep. But I was going to say, as soon as John John went through the car, I was like, he needs like stitches and everything. But this also gets me back to another question I was going to have for you about people getting injured. I know there was a paramedic on site, and I feel like every event should have a paramedic on site because it is skating. People get hurt. Was that part of the uh, permit like regulations? Like, yeah. Okay, that's what I figured it was. To, yeah. If you're having some sort of event like that, you need to have a paramedic on, on site, which is a yeah. great thing to have because, you know, Yandrell got a little injured because of the glass as well, like straight up grabbing the the A-pillar of the car while he was trying to sweat stance the window, which that whole sentence sounds crazy if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah he got a little cut up, so it was good to have a paramedic there. But luckily, it was a relatively chill day for the paramedics. Yeah, uh, Julian had uh, hit his face on the floor, oh, yeah, too. Oh, that's right, too. Um, yeah. So that was more of a concern. It's really good to have a paramedic there because years ago when we kind of did this rogue and we didn't have a paramedic, we had an incident with Fabio Enes where he hit his head and it was really bad and we didn't know what – we were in a panic. We didn't know what to do. Um, it was a requirement of the permit to have an EMT on site with us. And, yeah, that's just – it makes, you know, you, you don't ever want to need it, unfortunately. And, and fortunately, we didn't need it for anything uh, too severe. But it was good to have them on site. You know, someone cut their hands. You can go clean it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Ju Julian had a scare mm -hmm. where he hit his face and he was laid out. It's just, it's just good to have there, you know. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It, it feels a, it's a little bit more security for everyone in the back yeah. of their head. But um, I just want to talk about some standout people for me from the event because it was... For anybody who doesn't know, it was a four-spot event. Was it this? Was it everybody entered the event for the day, and you got to pick and choose which ones you, which uh, obstacles you wanted to skate, or did yeah. you sign up for each specific obstacle? No, you you just kind of sign up for the event. There's like an entry fee uh, mm -hmm. for the event the day of, like fifty bucks, and then you can skate all four obstacles. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was I wasn't unsure about if people signed up because people were being, some people were picking and choosing which obstacles they skated. Obviously. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you can see, you, you can definitely see at the end. So, I mean, this is another thing too. It's funny because we used to have like dumpsters at the event and dumpsters are pretty big, like six feet tall and you can grind the side, you could launch out. Yeah. But I was like, I, I don't want to make anything like that. Cause you know, it's kind of scary of an obstacle. You don't want anyone to get hurt. So we're not doing dumpsters. We're doing the cars. But even the car obstacles ended up being a little gnarly, like in comparison to the other obstacles. Like the first two obstacles were pretty inviting, like, you know what I mean? Like very like welcoming for skating. The last two, the car obstacles, you know, it takes a little bit more um, gusto, I guess to say, <laughs> to like skate it. Like you can get hurt. There's more of a risk. Like, and it, it was harder to figure out how to, how to manage that. But you, you even saw it like the, like the final spot was like a launch to a grind rail on top of a car. It was like kind of far out. It was a little spooky. And there was a heat where no one skated but Colin Kelso. Like a bunch of yeah. names were called. And a lot of the pros were like, oh, we don't, we don't want to skate this <laughs> obstacle. So they didn't skate the obstacle. And um, Colin basically did a demo. On, on, and out of all people, like the, the scariest thing, you wouldn't think Colin would skate it. But Colin yeah. found his way to – 
skate it and he did it very very himself but um no i, I think i think it went I, I i like that model because you don't have to be in a situation where you don't feel comfortable i'm more of a person who would like if i'm healthy and i'm skating i'm like more attracted to obstacles that are like the last obstacle of the event like that's kind of like my yeah. thing like I, and but some people aren't going to want to touch that so it's you have the option to skate whatever caters to you and i think that's that's cool and we, we tried like a very different approach to the prize pool like we instead of like a top three for the day we did like a top three per obstacle so we had four obstacles top three per obstacle that's 12 winners we had a top three at the bps uh, bpso that's 15 we had a top three at the roller skate event that's 18 so we had 18 people everyone's uh, a winner get, that's Everyone's a lot a of that's a that's a you're lot a of money that's and a lot that's a, a lot of people but it was so we might change that in the future i don't know like let me know in the comments what you think like because it was a uh everything was an experiment that we just kind of put into action and just to see how it worked and i think it went pretty well but i'm also open to changing the format for the future so yeah let me know what you think what, what did you think of that format i love the format i was going to say as it was happening I, w I was unsure of how the format was until like the day started unfolding i'm like oh this is cool because like you said Anyone who's entered a contest before, there's typically like three rounds. And say you make good in the first round, the second round, you're like, oh, this really isn't my thing. And you don't skate well and you don't make it to the finals. And the finals, you're like, damn, I would I would love to skate whatever that is. So it's yeah. cool that you get to pick and choose which obstacle you want to skate. Or if you know you want to skate the final spot, you might not session the spot before because you want to save your energy and everything for that. And so I thought that was really cool. I, I do like there was a winner from each thing. I was only curious about... There was like a, a finals finals at the last one, right? Of like people who made it to the finals of every obstacle got to skate the last one. Is that what happened at the end? Something like that? Was, no. There, there was only a finals for the last round, but there wasn't like a finals finals? That didn't no, happen. okay. So, so there was a finals for every obstacle. But so there was only one finals on the last one. I could have sworn there was two finals in the last one. I could have sworn like... Somebody no. announced. Okay, may, I'm mistaken then. So I think no. the way it was done, it was really well. Yeah. So so it was basically like uh, for if if you weren't there, it was basically like heats, just like any other event, and then uh, it was two taken out of one or two taken out of each heat uh, to skate the finals, mm -hmm. and then the finals we had a top three. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. if there was like five or six heats on the obstacle, people get taken out of that. Winners from those heats skate the obstacle, skate the obstacle again. Mm -hmm. and then there's a top three. Yeah. yeah, no, that was really cool. I I personally think it'd be cool to have, like, just a highlight. Uh, maybe if it's not even, like, for a prize, but, like, maybe, like, an honorable mention of the end, like, who, like, a top three maybe of the whole day, people who killed it. Because, like, Eugen skated hard in every single obstacle, yeah. which, is, which is crazy because he he skated the hardest in the last obstacle, which was after skating four obstacles, yeah. four rounds, and four if he made it to the finals in – probably at least half of them. So he skated like at least six rounds. So that's like yeah, a lot he, of skating. He's kind of like the unofficial winner. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he also he like, ended it. He also shut it down. So he, he, he won uh, first place on two out of four obstacles. He mm. got second on another obstacle. So he placed in three out of four of the obstacles. Two of them he got first. Mm -hmm. uh, he skated really good at the banks. Like yeah. he based Banks wasn't a competition, but he he was one of the winners there somehow. Um, 
so yeah, like th that's something we're all because it was like an experiment and was the first one of it. it we're thinking like, do we have like a winner of the weekend kind of thing in the future? Um, there's, there's all kind of things we're, like I was talking with Ray about it yesterday. We were like brainstorming like where it could go, what it could be. And um, yeah, we were just talking about like all that, like, oh, maybe we'll have like a winner of the weekend or a top three of the weekend or something like that. Let me know what you think. You know, for me, it's just like this is an event for this is an event for the people. So mm -hmm. overall, let me know. overall, I like the format, though. I think that generally it should stay how it happened, more or less, uh, for the most part. I think that was really cool. Uh, I wanted to also say, I mean, you mentioned it before, the Colin Kelso show, which is uh, uh, that's what I like to call it. Him skating that round by, yeah, him skating that by yeah. himself because he was one of the least uh, like obvious people to skate an obstacle like that and he skated right. it so well he had so much fun everyone was cheering him on i have a photo um i also have a link to my photo gallery from the from the weekend in the video description so check it out afterwards also but there's a photo of him doing a backslide set slide in one of the banks and there's like five or six people behind him like all filming him and taking pictures and they all have the biggest smiles on their faces it's so it's so sick to see how much everybody enjoyed watching colin skate that and yeah, he had so much fun. It was really cool to see him actually push that rather than just be like, oh, I'll just skate the next heat with everybody else instead. So it was really cool seeing that. Uh, I also, shout out to Vasugi. I think Vasugi stands out to me a lot. He skated, top so, yeah. he skated so well in every obstacle from the first box to the, I don't remember anything specifically in the second spot, but the third spot, he did like the wall ride from bank to bank on the car. Uh, the final spot, he was the only one that, air the whole car jump the whole thing was just pretty sick um he did yeah. like a little bank to like bump up to top soul from like the side yeah bank, he tried he tried that he almost oh he, had didn't, it he didn't get it oh i didn't see i him. don't think so uh, he, but he it was had, that was really cool yeah i mean i love watching Vasugi skate anyway but to see him skate a contest like that was really cool and he got super creative there which was what that those spots i think were all about also we we gotta give if we're gonna give shout outs to skaters we gotta do one to uh yandreo uh yeah, he's on my list too Man, he just first of all, like he, I think he cut his hand on the second spot, and he ended up like getting the third his, spot. The car was it that? That's where he heard it. Okay, so he he cut his hand. He ended up having like two big things of tape that looked like two hot dogs on his <laughs> yeah. hands, and they were just covered in blood. He had blood on his on his face from touching it, and he was just like when he gets focused, he has like this tunnel vision when he's skating. Yeah, and he just had like super eye of the tiger tunnel vision. And he had blood on his face and he was just like, it was intense. I was like, oh, this is like movie stuff. This is fun, you know? So Yeah, I think, he, I think he was doing from ramp to ramp. He was doing sweat stance inside Sweaty. the car window. But In he, the window. When he missed it, he would grab the A-pillar, which had, even though the glass was broken, there was still shards of glass sticking out of it, I think. So he would, he, like, I think more than once, he missed the sweat stance and grabbed, like, grasped it to like save himself and i think that's how he cut his hand but uh, I, I mean after the first one if he was done with it he would have been done he kept going and he knew it and he just kept going and he did it and he laced the trick at least so uh he uh, knew what he knew what he was in for when he did that well not, 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 now we know what's uh, i gotta do a better job of breaking the glass uh maybe like event, maybe so. wrap it with like duct tape the pillars yeah so that that's people good, that's could good grab point. it yeah maybe we could do that next time but uh mika sales was also one of my favorites to watch uh yeah there too his style was so sick too. I don't know if I've seen him skate in person much, but it was really cool watching him skate. 
he that last spot the launch to the rail on top of the car he was skating yeah. that like it was a regular rail like all the tricks he was doing yeah. on that were perfect it, uh yeah. he, it was really sick to watch mix he was one of my favorites of the weekend also yeah and and obviously oigan and michael vitzman just like they, they had a they had a bid on there where they were just like it was like the just before we ended like the finals on the last spot where they were just first try everything like mm-hmm. you know True Savannah, Ali Fish from Vitzman and like Oigan did like negative sweaty, like 540 out so good. Like he, everything, they did so many things and it was like the best ending possible. So yeah, I'm just like, I'm just super pumped for, for next year. And just, I'm super happy that everyone who came out and supported the event and just trying to keep this thing going, you know? And if you didn't sponsor it this year, you, you, you messed up. But we'll forget. We'll forgive you because you didn't know what, like it was going to be cool. But you gotta sponsor it next year. So you know the 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 sponsors really make these events happen. Otherwise, um, me and Ray are digging into our pockets, which we did this year. We lost a, a couple grand each to make this event happen. But um, maybe next year we won't lose money. So um, please, if you want to support our events and keep us from losing money, then that would be cool. <laughs> Sorry, you know, like, know what you know what we need. Pitch. We need a car sponsor for the next one. Get a brand new BMW. Cadillac. Get, get, a, get Cadillac <laughs> to sponsor an all-American yeah. skate contest. Throw a brand new Cadillac in there and have them sponsor the event. And that way uh, we can have a sick car to jump over and uh, more money for everybody. And, and the winners too probably. It would be awesome too. If Harley wants to sponsor, that would be cool. Too, that'd be cool too. Know? That'd be that'd be a little less expensive, I guess, if you want to look at it that way. Also, jump the Harley, you know, jump the Harley. Unless somebody wants to donate their car for the event, that would also be uh, very generous of you. But yeah, <laughs> uh, the the whole event overall was. I knew it was going to be sick. It definitely exceeded my expectations. I feel like it exceeded a lot of other people's expectations. It was all, it it was all packaged together well at the end because, like you said before. Oigan had the ender trick. He did his 450 Royale, 450 out. Everyone wilded out. He did his, like, no, done. That's it. He walked away out of the crowd like a boss. Everyone smashed the car afterwards. It was the perfect ending to the event. Like, you couldn't have wrote a better story than that. Yeah. Uh, I have one suggestion that I want to see for next year, if possible. I feel like if the cars stayed, that you should use the car for the podium. Like first place on the roof of the car, second place on like the hood and one on the trunk. I feel like that would be sick for each each podium sitter gets on the car for the final spot and you put him down and that's like a, a cool photo op and it's like perfectly set up for a podium. That would be cool. I feel and like- then get like a forklift under it and then you lift the car up <laughs> while people are on it. That'd be what, sick. We should have pyrotechnics in the back too with some fireworks for every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Oh, we definitely have to do fireworks more. <laughs> and we got to be careful because it's under a bridge. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, you know, fire is always a good thing to have at events. So <laughs> I don't know. I have to try to figure that out. Imagine like the Julians flip over the car, but the car was on fire instead. No, I know. Like I, I, I already <laughs> thought of that. I was like, man, setting these cars on fire would be perfect. But we'll figure it out we'll do something yeah that was awesome the event was super sick is there anything that that you want to talk about that you would already that you know you want to change or improve for next year honestly no i'm just trying to figure it out like there are obviously things i want to improve but i just haven't nailed it down yet i'm still like the part we're brainstorming over that stuff with i had a talk with ray yesterday and we were just like going through like how we can what we can do to make it better so 
are we going to do things that are different? Yes. Do I know what they are at this moment? No. So I'm still at the place where we're like trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, I just got to say that we're, we're going to do it again next year. And it's going to, if you missed it this year, you know, you messed up, but the good news is you have another chance to come to come next year. So, uh, we're going to try to make it bigger, better, more legit, more firepower. Uh, it should be good. I also would say this isn't necessarily on you guys or anything, but if somebody live, if there's an official live stream of the event somehow, because everything's live stream nowadays, uh, like people live stream Blading Cup, people live stream uh, Winter Clash and Bitter Cold this year. So it'd be cool if somebody came to live stream the event also for people who couldn't watch it, which uh, I think that's not necessarily on you guys, I'm not saying, but if anybody is yeah. willing to do a live stream of some sort for the next event, that would be really cool. Listen, the more uh, sponsors that we get, the more we can do. So, you know, reach out to your local, your favorite skate company and say, man, I really, I would like you guys to support the MetroCard Classic next year. And then we can have all that stuff. I mean, we were actually supposed to have, uh, Dave Payne was like an official videographer for this oh, event. Oh yeah, but yeah. We ended yeah. up, we ended up, he had a family thing come up. We ended up not having him, uh, which is a bummer, but you know, JP did something, the older blading edit, which came out really quick. The turnaround time and that was insane. Yeah. And we're just we're just uh, working on it. Yeah. No, it was really cool. I also, we asked uh, our audience what some of their favorite parts of the weekend were. And I just want to read some off from social media and everything. But uh, Amy Garner on our Patreon said, all things Eugen, a bloody Yandy. And when Jesus almost took out Robbie, almost took Robbie Pitts' head off. Uh, do you remember that when in the finals when Jesus did like a launch big 540 and Robbie Pitts grinded under him? It was like yes. so epic and so perfect. Uh, that was a, a cool thing that happened too that we yeah. didn't mention yet. Uh, yeah, shout out Robbie Pitts too, by the way. Robbie Pitts was the reason why I took my camera out. Part of the reason why I took my camera out and started shooting photos. I saw him skating. Uh, the little obstacle on the side. I'm like, I gotta. I just want to get a photo of this. I took my camera out and just kept it with me the rest of the day. So Robbie skated really well. All the obstacles. He was another one too. Where like the last obstacle, you usually think like a hammer skater would want to skate that, but like Colin Kelso, similar to that, Robbie Pitts went and he skated and had like a blast on that thing. So it just shows how nowadays with everybody's different dynamics and skill set, you could really pretty much skate any obstacle. It's just a matter of how you do it rather than what you actually do on it. Uh, yep. I also want to shout out this Crate Originals comment from Instagram who said, of course, Brian has a lot to say. My favorite part was watching Iroll New York get those good angles. The man is a legend. Chopping it up with Butter TV, seeing the greatest tan in blading, Justin Brosco. <laughs> uh, shooting seaweed snacks, Ed with Amber Smiles, having so many European skaters fly in. Also having the OGs, Thomas Lepani in the building and all the OG fam together. To most, it's the New York City invite, but to a lot of us, it's a family reunion. Michael Vitzman's reaction to the contest <coughs> and the incredible NYC energy. Also shooting Mark Moreno, Sean Kelso, and Alex Brassow skate spot three together. Of course, incredible skating from Colin Kelso. His demo was amazing. So he, he put a lot in there. But those are a lot of yeah. key points of the weekend, too, that um, I wanted to point out as well. Because there were so many highlights that happened within the four days. It's hard to kind of pinpoint just one or two, you know? Definitely. No, uh, I, think, I think that was well written. Uh, Brian wrote that, right? I'm assuming that's Brian. Yeah, <laughs> create. It says create originals. Create originals. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that's Brian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, he 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 did a good. He did it. What's well, either Brian or Hakeem, but yeah. I think that's Brian. He did a good job uh, really getting a lot of those points down. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's 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 really like even me, like you know, and and you know, you're you're from there, I'm from there, and it like when those events come to the city, it's just such a different energy and so huge and like like again, I can't thank uh, the sponsors enough and people who like flew out their riders to come to the event. That really made it real. Like when when I was when we were when we were figuring it out with Ray and and Hakeem, I was like, well, I'm gonna try to throw this event and I'm gonna send the Mesmer guys out there and hopefully more people come and. When Julio sponsored the event, I asked him, I was like, oh, could you send me a list of who you're sending? And it was like everyone. It was like yeah. Alex. And like I knew it was real when I saw Soichiro. I was like, wow, he's yeah. flying someone from Japan. Like that's huge. And like Moopy and like the whole, you know, Parker, like everyone on them. And I was so like those things make it real. And when I saw like Yuto was coming from Rossi's and I was like, OK, like that's that's the thing that makes it real. So we're just going to try to make the uh, better event for next year. Just continue to make it better and um, just get like all of like your favorite skaters to come back. And those who weren't here last year, come again. I was super pumped. Joe Atkinson was able to make it. Mm -hmm. CJ Wellsmore was able to make it. Mm -hmm. It was, um, it was an all-star lineup for the first, uh, for the first turnout of the event. So it went really well. Just, yeah. yep, looking forward to next year. Super cool. I, I'll just, I don't know if there's anything else you wanted to say about that, Billy, but I just want to say that this is like a must on your list for 2024, as long as it's happening again. Like the main events for the year, like Winter Clash, Blading Cup, and I feel like the MetroCard Classic is now like the trifecta. That's like the the triple crown right there, all three of those events. So edit to your list like for that. next year. Edit to the list for next year. I like year. that. And hopefully we see everybody there because it was a hell of a good time and i can't wait for the next one Thank it's the you. triple crown it's the don't miss crown. the winter clash don't miss the blading cup and don't miss the metro card classic uh, yes yeah. B- I big love shout that. out to you and ray and hakeem for putting it all together as well uh i couldn't picture any better myself so shout out to you guys for doing that thank you i, I gotta say huge shout out to ray ray mendez uh hakeem jamo um rob voice the judges, Cedric, Jesus, John Ortiz, um, Tim Franken with for helping me build. Um, I don't want to forget anyone. The Academy. I got to thank the Academy <laughs> for everything. But yeah, um, just anyone who was a part of it in any way. Antoinette Wallace, who was a huge uh, help with organizing. Um, I just got to say thanks to all those people. So thank you. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for joining the show. We will join you soon with another episode of Jump Street Podcast. If you don't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave us a little comment. Let us know in the comments maybe what do you want to see next year, what your favorite part of the event was. We want to hear it too. Spread the love, everybody. But Billy, it's been awesome. Thank you again. And we'll see you all in the next episode. See you next week. Later. <laughs>